The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Shana Tova. Hello and Happy New Year. Happy Jew Year to you folks and friends. Hello. I called my mom yesterday to wish her a Happy Jew Year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Happy New Year. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, Jill. Mom and Shana. And she's like, oh, I thought you were calling to wish me happy one year since I broke up with my boyfriend. And I was like, what? Nobody knows that date. You guys are on different pages. <laughs> like, Clearly. Down the pipe and pick up the apples and honey. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. <laughs> That's just a quick download. We're your hosts. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, I'm Stephanie Simbari. And uh, it is just that. We are just past Rosh Hashanah, the mm-hmm. happy one. Mm-hmm. We're going to go into Yom Kippur, the repentance. Very odd how the Jews have you celebrate then feel bad. Yeah. Mm. I've always pondered that myself. I've been like, interesting route to take. Wouldn't you think you'd like repent and say sorry, have like a week of that, and then afterwards be like, I'm so ready to party. Apples and honey. Yeah. Live it up. Yeah. Sweet New Year. Fuck yeah. Either way, it's really cool. As, as, We've gone deeper down the that's so retrograde hole. Mm. I've become more cognizant of the fact that the Jewish calendar is based on the moon calendar, which many Mm. monotheistic religions are apparently. Mm. Um, And so that's pretty cool. It was like new moon, sundown, Rosh Hashanah, like the whole thing. I'm so happy about the new moon. Yeah. Tell me why. First of all, for all you... For all of you who've been following my period. <laughs> Do tell. Have you switched? I've completely switched. Interesting. I was like full moon all the way. And then like I slowly started creeping into yeah. the middle of the month. And then I just. Now you're now I'm full new, new moon. moon. I'm ovulating on the new moon. That's so weird. What happened? I don't know. And that means you're ovulating on the full moon. Yeah. Really? We're just holding the space <laughs> yeah. for, for, for all whatever of it. type of period you're having right now. We're <laughs> but here it for takes you. Me back to when Ambie talked about that on that episode at Wanderlust. Yeah, where now I'm like not manifesting. I'm I'm fertilizing. Mm. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. Creation. <sighs> yeah, interesting. Of all types. Interesting. So interesting. Um, what else? I'm so excited for today's interview. I really, really, I'm just like. It's a really good one and i'm wearing the same boots that he complimented okay so let's talk about this really yeah. quick before we go into let's it let's get into it so this is an interview with someone that elizabeth has known for a really long time he is fashion icon iconic he's a goddess and just so friendly and cool i have to say he's the cleanest most well put together man i've ever and met it's in my a, life it's brad goreski mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen yeah. and um it's actually very apropos that we're running it this week mm. because it not only is the kickoff of Fashion Month, New York Fashion Week, headed into London Fashion Week, but it's also the Emmys mm-hmm. on Monday. And Brad has had this phenomenal career in which he's had his hand in so many different pots on the specter of spectrum. I don't know. I'm just going to let you go. Get away. I, you know, I just let you get away with let words. Let me just say words. Yeah. It's funny because we do talk about the comeback and I do really um, relate to Valerie Cherish and that we just make up words. So I thank all of you for just letting that happen for me. Anyway, so he's like on the red carpet. He's styling people. He's going to fashion shows. Like the 
the whole gamut. So he's we're going to have a really interesting, enlightening conversation mm-hmm. with him in a little bit. And you know what? We talk about how 90s fashion is back. I've been waiting and, for this. And I know. Well, here's <laughs> my theory on why this is so exciting for us in particular. Like, all of the clothes that I am coveting right now are all the clothes that I was coveting in middle school. Yeah. But I, like, couldn't, like... I. I only could get like Doc Martens that were on like super sale back then. Right. And now I'm like, my dream Doc Martens are just, you know, one click away. Right. Fun stuff like that. Totally. It's just fun that like finally I can like dress like the third year old I always knew I was. I mean, if high side ponytails aren't my favorite look, <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. So wild. So um, let's uh, play the week in wellness. Yeah. We've got some suggestions. Yeah. Give me a week in wellness, please. Before we get into week in wellness, we want to give love to our friends over at Omax. Mm. They have a new product. Oh. In the Omega realm. They have a new product in the Omega realm. It's called Omax Cognitive Boost. Oh, this shit is on fuego. It's great. And did you know that four out of five people say staying sharp in their, is their number one priority as they start getting older? Yeah. You know, it's funny when you don't notice you're not sharp till you take something that makes you sharp and you're like, oh, there's my brain. And as we all know, we're constantly seeking for a healthy cognitive boost. Totally. Like we're over the hump of stimulants. We can't go back. If I ever took an Adderall again, you would have to commit me. Exactly. 1000%. And why would you feed your brain with something that's just a chemical surface thing when you could actually give it food? Exactly. Which is what omegas are. And what's nice about this and a little bit different than the other like cognitive boost items that may be on the market is it's like a more of an overtime mm-hmm. experience versus mm-hmm. like a jolt as soon as you take it. So, you know, yeah. you're really feeding your brain mm-hmm. and the two powerhouse ingredients that are in the Omax cognitive boost are alpha and omega. Oh, you may have heard of omega threes before. This formula is high DHA, which is omega-3 that is critical to brain health and supporting key cognitive functions mm. combined with alpha GPC. Say cognitive fun- function five times Cognitive function, <laughs> which is the key to faster neurotransmission. And basically it improves your mind-body connection. What else could you ask I for? I mean, thank you so much, Omax. So they're offering our listeners 70% off a one-month supply of cognitive boost. Do you see how wide my eyes I just got plus free shipping what and a 60 day money back guarantee in case you don't vibe with it jesus that is just so kind and generous so head over to omaxboost.com slash retrograde just to take advantage of the incredible savings no promo code needed that's o-m-a-x-b-o-o-s-t.com slash retrograde 70 mm. percent off a one month supply Plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Let us know how you uh, feel. Get Namaste. your brains popping. Boosting, yes. baby. So for the week in wellness, we thought that we would uh, just... Give your Instagram a consciousness boost exactly. by way of friendly suggestions. I'm in this place right now, kind of got into it last week. I've been rereading the Nancy Joe Sales book um, about social media and how it affects teenage girls. Uh, it's really rattling my soul. I think I might be a teenage girl. <laughs> this just in. Seriously, it, <laughs> it, like, if you think about, I think it's 
our minds are so impressionable in our teens, obviously, but it's the same behaviors happen and the same culture is created. We're all going to the same place on the internet. Well, I've had a boy watching my Instagram stories for four months and not asking me to hang out. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm in middle school. Yeah. Full on. And then all these people are like sending me memes like to all the boys who watch my stories and don't. I'm like, oh, this isn't like it's a thing. It's a not a singular experience. It's a full thing. Fucking what? So we thought we would offer some suggestions of a few little to portals, portals of light on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. That are like bringing joy, helping with daily practice, all of that. OK, so first and foremost. Yes. Mikey Dimitrovich. At Edible Spirit. We've talked about this before. We've had him on the show many times. Many times. He's a dear buddy. He is the content that he's, he's really found his voice via story. And not only does he do um, reads for all the moons and all the, the astrological transits, but he also just posts like suggestive therapeutic information. Exactly. And it, brings me so much joy and on that full moon and new moon tip he does a live reading where he does a readings for all the elements based yeah, on your sign so and good guys i promise you these are gonna be huge get in while you can yeah they're a big deal and plus he wears really cute makeup which is all really that matters so at that's the end of the I day because it's a visual medium yeah it is um also on that live Instagram tip, our dear friend Ryan Weiss, he's mm-hmm. going to be on the show um, in a week or two. Coming up. He is who's, I have to say, I went to his phenomenal services yesterday at Temple Emmanuel um, in Beverly Hills. He does a free contemplative service. Contemplative? You got it. You got it. It's like meditation and piano and it's so beautiful and so special. And he'll be doing those for Yom Kippur. So if you're in LA, check those out. But Waking Up With Ryan, which started as a daily email, has now evolved into a very early morning practice on Instagram that he does almost every morning. Yeah. And it's a really beautiful way to just like dive in right away to a mindfulness practice, mm-hmm. even when you're on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he keeps it up all day long so you can go visit it. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that. And it's been growing, and watching it grow has been really fun, too. Continuing on the live, mm. uh, Guru Jagat is doing live Instagrams of her some of her kundalini classes. And it was so funny, because the other day I woke up and I was, like, really tired and, like, a little hungover. And I just was, like, on Instagram and then wanted to go back to sleep, but, like, didn't really know, like, I couldn't get my life together. And I just put on one of her kundalini things. And literally just the sound of people breathing and the music brought me to the place I needed to go to. You didn't even have to I participate. Been doing it, but it was just like so calming and like it inspired me later to go do my own thing. And I've done it along with them too. It's like really simple. Choose your own adventure. It's really fun. I love that. She's just so funny and I just love her relationship to spirituality, which is just like love her. fucking gangster. She's the best. Yeah. And also she made this show happen for a year. We would so be no, we will nowhere we and nobody without so her. So much. Yeah. Um also Mystical Arts, Remington Donovan, we did a um numerology episode with him a few months back he does a daily card pull on instagram which we often repost they're so fun they're so fun they're so good it's just like a quick hit of guidance for the day he does that every morning and then i just want to shout out my favorite find on instagram as of late at desmond is amazing who is a i think he's like a 10 year old drag kid what 
He is my favorite follow. He brings light into my soul. That's so much fun. So check him out. And he also follows So Retrograde. So Hi. No big okay, deal. Guess I want to call into So Retrograde. Go. Secret HQ. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. Dial mm. it in. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, who is it, please? Hi, this is Stephanie Simbari of That's a Retrograde. Hello. You may know me as Falcon. Oh, hello, Falcon. Hi. I, I was... hear that's really taking off. <laughs> Great manifestation tools. <laughs> Look, Not just, sure why. I just downloaded it, and now it's everywhere. I don't really know what okay, to say about that. Okay, um, But I just was wondering, if you could put a, a, a word into Russell Brand. Okay. I would really appreciate that. He's been doing a lot of these Twitter live things where he uh, does kundalini breaks and talks about meditation a lot. And I've long been a follower of her spirit of his spiritual journey. Now he's really taking it public, and I think we could have just like a great conversation with him. Okay. Okay. That's all for now. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. <laughs> that went well. She seemed nice. I, she was really sweet, although she did seem a little distracted. She didn't really seem to like care that much. She cared. Oh, she did. Yeah, she's very mellow about how she's much she cares. She's just mellow. Mm, okay, Rusty Rockets. I tweeted at him. I'm like, just gonna start like going Third hard. Third dooring. I also it. called Brian Moses, and I was like, I know you know Russell Brand. Can you comment? I'm like, I'm perfect. Um, now, really quickly, before mm. we talk full fashion with Brad Gareski, can I tell you something funny? Yeah, I I heard your voice, and I for a second thought I was listening to the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I took some CBD before this. Okay. Shout out to Charlotte's Web. How are we doing? We're doing great. Do I, sound I love great? this is my favorite show. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Same. Cool. Um so thought we'd give love to our buddies over at Rothy's. Sure. The sensible shoe that's mindfully crafted and looks really cute. Made out of recycled plastic bottles, which it feels good to walk around and know that you're doing something good for the environment. As you take every step. It sure does. And also, they're so comfortable. They are comfortable. It's pretty crazy. And machine washable. Mm -hmm. And come in a bunch of cute colors. I was just checking out their website and looking at a few of the new colorways. What's the fall fashions? The fall fashions, there's a really nice persimmon color that's really catching my eye. Like an orange? In the pointy toe style. Yeah, it's Mm. like a muted orange. And then also, not mad at the olive camo. Ooh, can I see that? Yeah. And there's a gray zebra that is like a a bold neutral. Ooh, I even like that one with the blue with the stripe. That's kind of fun. They're all cute. And they also come with a loafer style and a just a uh, like a rounded toe flat. I really feel like the point is where it's at, though, because it kind of looks like you're wearing flattering on the foot. Yeah. Ooh, these yellow. Wait, you guys, there's a lot of really cute colors for the season yes get involved get involved they're like i you know they're like a nice investment piece to have and they go beautifully from day to night especially as steph um will point out later i have a boyfriend i'm 33 i don't wear platforms anymore yeah it's like <laughs> um let's i will be real. say if you're gonna buy them and you are in between sizes like me i'm a six and a half but i can be a seven sometimes i would get the seven I have the six and a half. You do? Yes. And it fits you? Yes. Mine's a little snug. Your feet are slightly smaller than they mine. They are. Yeah. That's true. So how do we, uh, what do we do? We go to rothys.com slash retrograde? We go to rothys.com. We enter the promo code retrograde. Okay. So you're really close. Mm-hmm. And then you guys get free shipping. Hey. So, you know. That's pretty cool. That's pretty great. I'm into it. We don't pay for shipping here. 2018. 
it's gone. The fact that's even a thing that people make you pay for is like you canceled. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> we don't pay for shipping. We're just gonna we're here to make sure that none of our listeners ever pay for shipping again. If I can find one cause to stand behind, it's that. Again, it's Rothy's. In Trump's dot America, com. that's important. Exactly. R O T H Y S dot com. Enter promo code retrograde. Cute shoes, free shipping. Love it. Live it up. Loves it. Um, okay, well then, with without further ado, do you feel like it's time just to get into the to interview? This gem of a convo. Okay. What an exciting one we've got today. It's true. We have another episode with a friend of yours from a previous life. Yes. How Yet exciting. Another, we're at very retrograde form. We're recording this in retrograde. That's I think true. we'll happily be out of retrograde once this airs. But Let's see. Let me look at my calendar, do a little space math. Welcome. Uh, yeah. So glad to have Brad Goreski here to the show. Hello. Style icon. <laughs> Clean man. The man behind the scenes for so many major fashion moments in this world and also, dare I say, on the scene for so many <laughs> fashion moments. Um, you and I met when I got hired by Rachel Zoe when we started the Zoe Report. That's and right. you were on my favorite TV show. <laughs> the Rachel so, Zoe Project? The Rachel Zoe Project. Okay. So life was weird for a second. That's it was hilarious. Like my... You're like, I'm in it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the show. Yeah. How did that happen? It was really bizarre. And you and Taylor were so dope. And Taylor just, Jacobson? Yeah. Oh, I know her. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Like Be- still? Yeah, yeah. Because she's Kate's stylist and I'm friends with Kate. Oh, Kate yeah. Beckinsale. Yeah, so we like, all hang out. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm still just like a disclaimer. I'm still friends with Taylor. So you don't need to like call in or comment and ask <laughs> if I'm friends with her. <laughs> oh, was that a drama on the show? Oh, girl. Um, yeah. I mean, there were many dramas on the show, but, <laughs> but people are, are really obsessed still with who I still have relationships <gasps> with. So. Um, but Taylor and I, I think Taylor and I texted like a few days ago and I talked to Jordan and Jill um, almost on the road. Who are also assistants yeah, over there. Yeah, Jill took over for me. That's so And funny. Jordan was m- my, me and Taylor's intern. Right. Who then became an assistant after Taylor left whatever and then, google it yeah and then oh jill God, took over know. for me oh, Jesus. oh it was a lot it was, it was a, a lot, lot. I, it was a whole journey all i know is taylor is the fucking funniest person she's, she's an alien from outer space the best and last weekend elizabeth was like taylor like what would you say if we just like called you to hang out all the time like would you pick up and taylor was like no not interested not interested always on her and terms and i respect so that funny. Same. so much me too I, maybe you just want to hang out with her more exactly yeah. <laughs> i turned into that i definitely turned into that just being selective and not having friends well no I, the thing is i have a lot of friends but i'm just like super selective about like how I spend my time. That's smart. You know, I think that's called I, like adulting. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, yeah. I there's you know, there's just stuff I don't want to do. Right. So the answer is like, nah, I'm okay, thanks. Yeah. Or is my sister? My sister's answer to everything is I'm good, which I think like, <laughs> you know, it can be good or bad. Like she can either be like, you know, like I'm good, and I or like, do you want to go and do X, Y, or Z? And she's like, mm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I it's respect good. that. Yeah. I think that's actually like a very beautiful self care modality, just to have the self love to not do things you don't want to do. Yeah, and oh. it's not a no. 
It's yeah. just a, it's a just personal. A, it's not a no, it's a no thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, well, also, if you're not going to go into situations and add to, yes. then there's no reason to be there. So not that I would ever go into a situation and be like, I'm going to go in there and make it miserable for everybody else because that's also a use of energy that I'm not interested in. Mm-hmm. But if I don't feel like I'm going to go there and like really give it my all, then there's no point to going to it like i'm not gonna have like half-ass being like out with my friends it's like people want to go out and have fun unless if i'm in the mode where i'm like gonna like light up the dance floor then yes. i'm going out but yeah. if i'm gonna go there and just like kind of hang and like maybe like scroll on my phone i'd rather just yeah. stay home do that at home and watch with the, the sinner <laughs> are we into that we're into Second it right season? now yeah first okay i watched the like first two episodes of the first one, and I was like, "This is hard for me." It was uh, like, "Wait, first two episodes of the first one." So they're on oh. the second season with oh. a different story right yes. now. The sec, the first season, I think I'm five episodes in. Okay, and I'm like really. Into I should it. keep going with it then. Yeah. Okay, that's the Jessica Biel one I where know she what stabs somebody on the. Well, maybe yeah. someone who's listening. Yeah, but you know. you looked, Steph. You're the you're the one who doesn't pay attention to what's going on. There's a <laughs> ninety thousand posters in Los Angeles. Literally, just like her perfect face, just like dripping with yeah, gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's like dewy, I'm a sinner, but it's yeah. like dewy and glowing. The most gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She used yeah. to be Jackie Tone's uh, roommate. Oh wow! Yeah, if that's what stabbing looks like, <laughs> I'm in. She was one of my when I was uh, first starting out as an assistant. I was working with Christina Ehrlich and Esty Stanley, and they were a duo at the time. And Jessica was one of the first people I fit, mm-hmm. and she was like unbelievable she's so so nice yeah she's i hear she's great mm-hmm. let's talk about like you getting into styling because we said you have had a, like a, you've been on tv for 10 years mm-hmm. in the fashion space you've really carved out like a really fun unique niche for yourself within the styling world that both straddles like working with clients working with brands and also being on the red carpet and you did fashion police as well i did yeah. for three seasons so yeah. that's like Oh my God, amazing <laughs> I do a lot of stuff yeah so um, how did that like did you kind of always set out to wanting to straddle the lines of both like being forward-facing and behind the scenes or what happened with that no the whole my whole like career path and it into present day it still continues to be kind of like um I mean, obviously there's some like strategy behind it but there's definitely most of it is just like organic opportunities unfolding and I think also like saying yes to a lot of things where um you know you just never I I'm just open to having experiences and I think when people present opportunities to you it's like really worth kind of weighing you know and taking chances and some things are successful and some things are not successful but um I feel like really lucky that I've I got to kind of get into this industry and not really have a direct path mm. and not really have kind of any expectations of how it would turn out. I think the big thing is too is just because you are you do something for a long time it doesn't mean that you get to rest on your laurels Mm -hmm. like every day is about creating every single day is about doing the best job you can do because what's happened too since i even from when i was an assistant to now having my own business for almost eight years is that there are a lot more people (laughs) It's, it's like really competitive 
the yeah. industry is super competitive. I love that you didn't presume to know what would be best for you. You know, I think that's why a lot of people miss opportunity because they're like, no, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what it's supposed to be. I, ha- I got this idea, I hatched it, and now I'm just gonna and kind of have these blinders on. Yeah. And you sort of were like, I'm surrendering to not knowing what's best for me, and then you were able to grow in that way. That's so cool. Yeah, I think, um, I think that that's actually been like the it also keeps things exciting you know because when i was doing fashion police i was talking i was you know like critiquing looks on the red carpet while at the same time being on the red carpet for e and then dressing people for the red carpet so there was like this weird like while i was in it i was like oh my god i'm like doing a full 360 you know and um as somebody who's been obsessed with Hollywood and movies and fashion to get to do all of those things together all at once was like, I mean, it didn't slip past me to be like, this is a really incredible experience to be able to see all sides of, you know, the red carpet and fashion and celebrity and, you know, you, you just kind of have to take those moments and go like, this is kind of awesome. It's Were there ever any moments where you're like, they're critiquing my look. Like, <laughs> would, would Joan like give you shit for anything you did? Or? Well, Joan had passed oh. by the time I started, but um, uh, yeah. I mean, there were there were definitely times where people was like, "I liked it. It was good." <laughs> but like, but then there were also times when when you know people were like Juliana would just be like, "That was one of like my favorite look of the night." Wow. So that was cool. I mean, those are like my 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 friends and my colleagues so that was always nice to hear from yeah. the from the the real fashion police it's interesting how the real fashion, the real fashion police the gun carrying yeah, official exactly. yeah exactly <laughs> sheriffs of fashion yeah, yeah. <laughs> how styling is a really stressful job i don't know how people truly understand the scope like yes like i always went back to what santino said on project running i was like lighten up it's just fashion but like <laughs> yeah. really it's there's so many moving parts there's you're dealing with like high-level people, a lot of exposure, brand relationships, expensive garments. Like, there's just a carrying lot. Carrying stuff. Hap- carrying yeah, things. Carrying a lot That's of stuff. That's why Elizabeth retired. I was like, I cannot carry, carry any more garments. Trust me, when I went out on my own, I was like, I'm not boxing anything up, and I'm not carrying no anything. No more UPS. I have the smallest car possible. <laughs> Nothing fits in it. Because I'm like, Oops. not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> Those dresses can drive themselves. Yeah, exactly. The Dolby. I, I, we have a lovely... Um, a lovely group of wonderful interns that are fabulous and keep the whole machine going. Um, I, I, uh, I think it's really funny that after all of the shows and all the behind the scenes stuff and how much, you know, there was a period of time where people were obviously in the days of, of Rachel and that show where that was like the first behind the scenes look at celebrity styling that people still don't understand how it works you know because there are so many moving parts and it's hard like you know people will still ask me oh do they buy the clothes or where do the clothes come from and it's kind of abstract to explain to people well there's designers and designers all have a PR and sometimes it's in house and sometimes it's in a showroom and we reach out to you know it's like the whole system people don't understand that to get one look for the red carpet it's like hundreds of emails it's wild. and tons of following up and then you're tracking packages and the pa- you know that that Ra- on Rachel's show was like obviously a lot of that was you know missing FedEx packages 
Um, and FedEx is still missing packages. <laughs> Let me tell you, it never ends. I feel like a lot of our listeners don't know what it is like styling yeah i mean they know what styling is but they don't really know like it's a you're borrowing stuff right so i'm the point person as a celebrity stylist i'm the person who basically my clients will call me or their publicists will call me and say um what do i have coming up like uh natalia dyer from stranger things is going to the emmys so and their show is nominated so from there, I will do all of my research online and select the looks from different designers that I want to try on her and we'll schedule a fitting. We email designers, the designers hopefully send us clothes, but there's one set of samples to be shared for the entire world. So we're all fighting for the best dresses. And then I'll fit my client, we'll pick one or two dresses of which she'll probably wear on the red carpet. And then, you know, you go from there. But it's, there's also like strategy involved. There's, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, we have multiple fittings for the gown for right. a big red carpet, like three or four to make sure that it fits properly. Then we do jewelry, bags, shoes. I consult with hair and makeup. I'm there usually I have to go a little bit early the day of because I'm on the red carpet. But, you know, it's like it's a lot of stress. I'm worried about broken zippers. I'm worried about <laughs> the makeup person always has to put on body makeup two seconds before they walk out the door. And, you know, inevitably, I'm like standing there with a the baby wipe, like mm -hmm. trying to get something off. So, you know, stuff always happens. And we are always the last people to have any time with the client on the day of. It's like, they're like, you gotta be in the car right now. And I'm like, ah, we have two minutes to get this person in their dress and out the door. Has it gotten easier as the more you do it? Or is it yeah. just kind of like... Definitely. Yeah. The stuff I used to stress out about 10 years ago, like I've basically feel like I've... Yeah, I was with a client um, going to a movie premiere with her a few weeks ago. Literally, the I was in the car with her. The doors open. They're all like, wow, wow, wow. People are screaming. She took a sip of water. And the water the water in the bottom of the bottle kind of like bounced out and like went all over the dress. <gasps> and so we like closed the doors. We did like a lap around the theater. And I, my sister was actually in the car with us and she was like watching this happen. I'm like, okay, so um, I'm just gonna try to suck the water out between two Kleenexes. And you know, we managed to make it work and it's not, a big deal, but like stuff You're like, like every that happens. <laughs> no, girl, I dried it all yes, up. There was not a spot of water on that dress. I just yes. got full <laughs> pro status. Honey, my sister was like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. That's that's why I'm good at my job. I just that's had a hilarious. full flash to second season, much celebrated, the comeback. When I was so elated to see you. So the comeback is my favorite TV show. Def. That's hilarious. And it was a show that then had its second season happen nine years ago for if anybody is familiar. Nine or years not, later. Nine years later. And Brad, you played a stylist. You played yourself. I did. And yeah. it was just so amazing. And I was like, I can't believe Brad is on that. I mean, it's like dream status. That so was amazing. total dream status. Yeah, I um, I was a huge fan. Um, I'm a huge fan of Lisa Kudrow and obviously of Valerie Cherish. So when, who was the character on the comeback. So when um, I was asked to be her stylist, I was like over the moon. Of course. Over yeah. the moon. I mean, if any show has ever been more ahead of its time, Thousand that percent. first season of the comeback is like 
literally predicting. That's why it the only had one season because people were like, "What, what is going on?" on? Yeah. Yeah. it's so good, so amazing. I still say I think on the weekly must have uh, must have cupcakes. Do you remember that yeah. one oh, yeah. where she was dressed as the cupcake? I'm literally never not quoting it. Yeah, we always go. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Of course. Well, I got it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just anything all the time can always apply all forever. the time. Yeah, For, life lessons doing, from Valerie like Cherish. Val. Seriously, totally. of gratitude, always. <laughs> totally, <laughs> always the best thing of life. Yeah. Do you subscribe to retrogrades? Are you like following along with the cosmos? Well, my I'm super into psychics okay. and like mm. that whole. So my um, the person I see whose name is Kathy, she uh, psychic Kathy. Yeah, she always lets me know when retrogrades happening when I should sign things when I shouldn't sign things when Gary and I got married at the end of December she was like thank you she made sure that we were getting married at a time where we weren't in retrograde because that's obviously not good good news so when you're going through your stressful end of moments you know you're styling and you're running the carpet and you're having to like be three people at one time essentially because you're a very even person I'm feeling from you. Yeah, I am. You're pretty chill. Yeah, I'm at, I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really good at freaking out though, too. I'm sure. I mean, we, we all have our moments where we go all the way up, but then we come back down. Yeah. And like, you're not. I'm not reading from you that you're someone that's like living up. Mm-mm. What are some of the things that you're doing to sort of mitigate what would be an overwhelming, stressful situation? Well, going back to being married, my husband Gary Janetti is like my sounding board for everything, and he's very. I think we met him with you at Pride, right? Yeah. He's very like even keel. Um, So he definitely keeps me in check and has actually and has taught me a lot about not reacting to things. Mm. And if I am going to react to things to not start at like a thousand as the reaction to just kind of like gather more information. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I also working out for me uh, is I, you know, I had my doctor in high school write me a note so that I didn't have to take gym in high school. Like, I'm literally that guy. Like, I was like, how do I get out of this? I do not want to take gym class. And working out is uh, essential for my brain and for me. When I was in high school, I tried to get out of gym class because I got my period and I thought I was special. (laughs) And my gym teacher was like, We've all got it, honey. Get in the game. Yeah. And I was like, Go play volleyball. I thought this was like the ultimate excuse. Yeah, it's not. Like, you no. were like in, a, in like Carrie. Isn't that what happens? Doesn't she get her period like in gym class? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, that was me. <laughs> yeah, basically. Psycho. Just like Carrie. Yeah. Um, so working out is really important. I think eating well is also important. And I think um, like sleeping is essential. Yes. Like really essential. We were talking earlier about the uh, the vegetarianism conundrum. Yes. And you're struggling with loving animals, but also loving the way that meat makes you have energy and not feel starving. Yeah. <laughs> and I, what did you? What was the word that you used? Um. Oh, I was. You said you felt mealy. Mealy, like a little, <laughs> like a like a white worm. I just didn't know if I didn't feel like I was doing it right. Like as somebody who was really active, I was also doing all this reading on like athletes who were vegan and. And I, it, I haven't found that path for me yet. Mm-hmm. I would really like to because I do feel a little bit of a, a struggle between like loving animals so much and also like consuming meat. I mm-hmm. get that there's like a thing there, but I haven't figured it out for myself. But that's also just part of, you know, I, I'm 
I'm very happy to explore that and figure that out along the way. But right now, I I tried it for a little bit and it didn't work yeah. for me the way I was doing it. So I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> I don't need the vegans coming for me. I totally support like what you're doing and I appreciate it. And I will hopefully get to that place one day. I'm interested to hear as well, like yeah. how people do that, because I've and we both have experienced the same thing where it's not something that makes us feel like we're. The, the brightest, the most Operating energized. on all cylinders. Exactly. Yeah. And like, that's what's most important, at least for me in my everyday life, that I'm hitting the peak of what I can manage energetically. And if I'm not, if my sustenance isn't there. But I want to know too, like, any vegetarians or vegans who figured it out? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Because, and I don't, I can't hear like chickpeas and beans because I would literally <laughs> turn into like a balloon. Same. I, the other thing is, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I don't really eat gluten. So it's like if I take... Gluten sober? Yeah. So if I like take all that other stuff out too, I'm like, what am I, like, what am I, what am I left with? Right. You know? Not much, kid. Not much. Like chickpeas, tomatoes, and like lettuce leaves. I quit chickpeas after Whole30 and I've got to say it's good. The really? Way less gas. Because I was oh, making like lentil girl. pasta like three times a week. <laughs> Me like, too. Like all of these things that I Farty didn't McGee. realize. I wasn't really farty but at all. You had like I just a was slight like, bloat, right? I had a slight bloat for sure, and I didn't realize that it was like, oh, it's because I will eat like I'll enjoy bread and I'll enjoy all those other things. I feel fine. It was the the copious amounts of hummus, so, so much, much hummus, hummus. <laughs> <laughs> so lentil so pasta, like that so was what was hummus. like. <laughs> and omitting that like weirdly kind of changed my body, Me and too. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But when you do kind of subscribe to like a more plant based style of eating, those things are available a plenty so it's like and it's like that's where people i think generally go for their protein that's what i don't understand i'm like where and they say nuts and seeds but like what yeah that's a lot of time no that's not good for your stomach either we're gonna get a lot of feedback on this and i'm curious i really (laughs) i am too actually because every diet that we've done or that we've talked to either includes like a meat a fish or like a collagen protein comes up a lot and collagen right. is literally like the hide of an animal. Like right. It's not cute to think about it. Totally. But it really does help your body. So if that's true, then there must be something okay about it. Yeah, definitely. Right? I'm, I'm open to learning. Yeah, always. Us too. Hence, always. Hence why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> okay, we want to learn something from you in the form of your a fashion maven you know what's up tell us what to do tell us what to do how, how should we dress fix <laughs> us um, <laughs> what are like i guess it's back to school time people are i hear the bell at the school across the street from me it brings brings me anxiety yeah they I went don't back know. to school yeah, this week not a fan yeah like what are the can we talk are we talking fall trends already yeah like, of course happening? we are we're in them well much to a lot of people's chagrin, mm-hmm. I would say the 80s and 90s are really back. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, who's huge. chagrinning on that? Well, I think people get a little, because the 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 looks in the 80s were... Not sexy? A little not sexy. A little shoulder pad heavy. Yeah, Boxy. shoulder pads are back in. Um, for the 90s, we've got like... The 90s I can really get into because it was kind of basic, right? I mean, what yeah. you're wearing is not basic, but that dress you're wearing is like so 90s. I feel like 90s like that's is what really all, my voice. All yeah, friends, the head, everything. everything. It's all the boots too. Yes. Oh my god, yes. I love it. What you're basically a fall fashion trend. <gasps> oh my god, yes. <laughs> I feel like if I do I'm say so myself, I'm going to compliment for the rest of my life. I want to write it in my diary. You are. <laughs> I do feel from the neck down that I'm serving Valerie Malone from 902 and 
You 1000%. 90210 yeah. is huge. My hair is like a little bit of a hybrid of Dylan and Brandon. Oh, yeah, it is. And I was contemplating doing longer sideburns just yes. to like, just to kind of bring it back. Yeah. Do it. But I'm into it. Those like, boys I'm, were the cutest. Oh on, like, I was re watching the other day. I was like, God, these men were so good. Sorry. I and Zering, not, but you know. I think in person wow. he's hot. In person he's hot. He and had he's the aged body well. though. Yeah. He was the one like Steve was always like out surfing and well actually Dylan was as well. Yeah. He oh, was skinny McGee's in his little. Show. Yeah. Formative. Okay, so nineties. Oh, but 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 nine oh two one oh Melrose Place and Party of, Party Five, of Five were the lineup. Oh, yeah. Oh. I just oh wait Melrose Place I think was on Monday nights though. Melrose it switched Place around was, and then there was Tuesdays. And Wednesdays. Wednesdays was Party of Five for sure. <laughs> Thursdays was NBC's comedy yeah. night. Yeah. Must see. Must, Must see. TV. Yeah, I feel like friend, like the Friends looks have like done. It's like come back around to like everything that we saw Jen Aniston in and totally Courtney Cox. Yeah. It's all happening. Wait, okay. I want to go back to fall fashion yeah. because and fall melons obviously are very important. Yeah. But okay, where where are we going? Where are we looking for these things? Because sometimes I feel like my only mode of shopping is random. Like I can't go somewhere and shop. It needs to be like I'm walking by a store. I see something like I go in there. Like, but some people want to go shopping, and that stresses me out. Are you a brick and mortar shopper? Like you're yeah, inside I a store. I can't online shop. Really? Whereas I'm like yeah. only online. Same. I'll go and I can't peruse. deal with a store. Really? I'll like look mm -hmm. and I'll see stuff and I'll be like, oh, that was dope. I never, and I also never impulse buy. I right. always am like plotting what, but that's from having owned a consignment business and knowing like right. the resale value of things. I'm right. so, like, so many people trying to like load off shit they bought like at a women never wore. I'm like, that I can't I'm be literally the complete opposite. Full impulse has to be in a store. I, cause I look at the online thing and I'm like, what's my body <laughs> like what's gonna fit me and i never the thing that i think is gonna look good on me d doesn't ever and then, or the thing that i think would never look good on me is really good but that's a good you're really good at that that's Thank good you. trial How and come? error though i think because right. i feel like we're less i'll just speak for myself i feel like when i'm in a store i'm less experimental like I'll see really? the thing on something online and be like, oh, that's so cute. Like I've been trying to do the oversized trend for like two years now. Mm -hmm. And I have a Dries Van Noten oversized blazer. Like, I mean, it's really oversized, like comes down to my knees. And um, Gary hates it, but I'm like struggling <laughs> You're doing to figure Tom out Hanks a way. Thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my look today. Exactly. <laughs> but that's like super, is that 80s or 90s? That's 80s. Yeah. 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 It's really, but I have like a nice rust colored Dries Van Noten sweater to wear under, like I'm kind of saving it for the fall. Yeah. And I'll like start throwing it on. I've just got to break it in. But right. the oversized trend, like some of the trends right now are really hard. There's also like the, I call it like kind of like the Miami trend of like the Versace, like Medusa and Baroque patterns, like just being covered in like a crazy pattern yeah. and like bright colors. Um, I like that if it's monochrome, like same top as bottom, then I can like get behind something wild. What about like a color block? Like all one color? Like red or and like pink. Or like red and pink. I'm more of a stone tone Rajneeshi type of girl. Vibes. Like I really always go like I I don't do that bright of color unless I do like a wild print as like a like a long sleeve dress wild print that's just like in your face. Right. You What's the footwear? Like a boot? 
I love like a well, I like a basic black boot that I, I actually did like three years searching for the perfect boot and I found it at Steve Madden. It was like the perfect heel, super comfortable, great toe. It happens. And then yeah, I'm I like a neutral shoe because I'm short, so it elongates. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then I also like to throw in something fun. I have literally a wall of shoes at home, and at night I only wear one pair. It's a black and white kind of like 1950s Rat Pack Marc Jacobs loafer that I got as a gift like three or four years ago. And I wear them like every night. And last night when I was going out, I obviously put them on and I was like, I gotta like, I gotta figure out a new shoe. A new shoe. Like I gotta do, and I don't know what, I don't know what my, I don't know what my new shoe is. Call it in, manifest that, Secret HQ that. I will, or I'll literally call it in. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> you know a few people. Yeah. You probably don't remember this, but you gave me a pair of Cassidy pumps one day. Oh, I work, do remember that. And I, like, floated home. Oh. It was the sweetest thing of life. I still have them. Oh, yeah. They're really high, so they're, like, hardware. And were as they I the blade older, heel, or were they the, just, like, the really, like, are they the metal heel? No, they're, like, just, they're, I think they're, like, a black suede type oh, thing cute. like major heel though like yeah. probably like five and a half inches yeah i used to rock them now i'm like yeah now she's 33 and has a boyfriend <laughs> i'm like i'll just wear flats but they're good things. to hang on to for like a fun they're night fabulous, right fabulous but i still have them and it was just the kindest Aww, thing ever that's so nice well that's like the power of fashion right yeah. when when someone just like kind of unexpectedly gives you something i mean it happens to me too like if people you know, people send me things and I'm like always so touched because it's, you know, it's like such a, a gift, you know, to get like, to get like nice things. I know, you know? It's unbelievable. I have another fashion question. Yeah. Yes. Over here. 1990s. Yeah. Hi, it's Steph calling from 99. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question. So, okay, for, for my fall identity and maybe anyone out there can relate, what I'm looking for is to be sexy but comfortable. So I want it, there to be like a, a a match or a balance between something that's like tight and accentuates and something that's like flowing so I don't feel because I feel like I'm getting over jeans like I have uh-huh. hundreds of pairs of jeans and every time I put a pair of them on I'm like this isn't this isn't what I want to are we into slits what's that like a slit in a dress yes like show my legs like can't you just wear like a cute like kind of fitted not tank dress but like that style yeah with like a slit and then like a good shoe and like or, a fun boot yeah you could do a boot you could <sighs> do like a sneak like I, I'm feeling like maybe yes. what we do for you is you go <laughs> more a little bit more towards like athleisure but like tailoring so we're gonna mm. do like maybe we do that dress with the slit and then we do like an oversized blazer over yes. it so you've got like your sexiness but you've also got like your little nod to the 90s this is what i'm talking about yeah i feel like it's those layers and then if you get that you can do like a bodysuit which will show body obviously with the blazer over it and then you can welcome your jeans back into your routine and put a heel on with it mm. you know maybe like a little lip and just go out on the town and that's like your night look there yes. you go oh my goodness <laughs> cut to me just like non-stop facetiming brad he's yeah, like i have seven jobs you're like to leave i'm at me alone. T- i'm at top shop and what do you think <laughs> what do you think yeah. he's What's like i think happening? we're not this good of friends and you just stop calling me <laughs> anytime lines are always open that's then, fun though it's like experimenting that's what i yeah, want to encourage in everyone yeah. it's also like take a like do like a little i feel like sometimes people get overwhelmed by the stuff that they have and i don't necessarily mean that by quantity i mean that by how they perceive what they have in their closet. Right. It's like, I don't have anything to wear. It's like, but really? 
Like really, in all of your stuff, you have nothing to wear. Right. Because I go, will go, just go into my closet and like shop in it sometimes. And, and trust me, I don't have like, I don't have like stuff hanging around with tags on it. It's not like that, but I'm like, okay, what I also get into routines of like, what are my favorite pieces and what I'm wearing and what I'm not wearing. And I'll just like go through the back of my drawers and be like, oh, that like vintage Mickey Mouse t-shirt is so cute, which I almost wore today. Mm-hmm. It's like so cute and like pull that forward. And then like I was thinking, oh, I'm wearing jeans so much and it's been so hot in LA. Like what's the alternative? So I get like a cute, super lightweight pleated pant that I wear with like everything. Yeah, it's like my I best investment these. this summer, you yeah. know? So like don't be, I feel like we kind of like get overwhelmed by the fact that we need to totally redo our wardrobes every fall and every summer it's like just add to mm-hmm. you know it's like look at your your closet as like a party and that you're just gonna add some like friends to it you and know like reimagine like what that. you have yeah i love and that. also don't you know the don't be afraid to like you know we have so many we're, we're bombarded by images now on instagram if you're a facebooker a tweeter a snapchatter where you can you know, I I follow people that I see them put together. I'm not great with street like streetwear, even though I'm like drawn to it. I'm also like a little bit old to be pulling off that look, but I like following people who can do that thing and wear it so well. Like make like a tracksuit with like sneakers and like some cool bag and sunglasses, make it look really dope. And mm-hmm. then I'll look at that and go like, oh, that those pieces are cool, or I've never heard of this designer and then like look them up and then buy a piece and incorporate it into my wardrobe you know the only thing I brought back from was it London when Gary and I went away in May was like an 80s like vintage track jacket that I'm like dying to wear Ugh, the vintage in London is my oh it's so good one thing that I hate it are you do you try to control his style never oh good Mm-mm. good partner you guys are a handsome couple I must say Thanks. saw you guys on remember we were on the plane together that's coming right from Miami oh, I was right. like those men are so good looking random. oh I know them fabulous <laughs> 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 um, I was gonna say one thing that I've done in like the trying to like tone down on buying new things is doing the shopping your closet thing and then thinking like what's the piece that's gonna like bring everything together for this season like what is like it was as simple as a low cut black bodysuit and I was like I just needed something with that neckline to kind of update everything and it was like found it done and then suddenly it's like a whole new ball game totally well that's also like do you maybe if you're doing the the plunge neckline maybe like for fall you're doing like a little bit more of a mock Ooh, you a know tea moment so cute yes <laughs> loving I'm, I'm like i i just go to new york in the fall and the winter so i can wear turtlenecks yeah because like a guy in a turtleneck and a blazer it like automatically makes you look like refined. It's true. So, you know? Yeah. A guy in a turtleneck and a blazer in LA makes you look insane. <laughs> insane and like, oh, like how much are you sweating I have under a, there? a real thing against men in beanies in Los Angeles. I feel you. Like I saw one the other day. It was literally 95 degrees. Yeah, I was that's like, rough. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to like give yourself a look. Yeah. But Get a sneaker. Yeah, like, or a baseball hat. I just feel like you're Chad Michael Murray, and I'm not on board. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Chad Michael Murray, my friend's ex-husband. No. Yes. Yikes. Whoa. I don't have good things to say. Uh-oh. I was going to be like, that was a misstep. The beanie was, like, was the first problem. <laughs> yeah, that should have been a red flag. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There you go. It's an indicator of a bigger problem. Definitely. Full on. I'm there with you on that. What's a good accessory for a man? 
Well, for me, it's always glasses. Oh, yes. But now, but but sneakers now are yeah. like, there are people like lined up. I, I don't know, know what it's that store crazy. is in Fred Siegel, but there are people always lined up around the block on La Cienega. They're like buying sneakers and Weird. stuff. And well, Fairfax. They like sleep outside for sneakers. Yeah, yeah it's wild. It's a whole thing with the the big fashion houses now doing the sneaker thing. I was reading a whole article regarding like now like the Nikes of the world and all of that trying to catch up. It's real like the sneakers really having a moment. Well the thing that Nike has over all the designer sneakers is that the designer sneakers are almost unbearable to walk around in mm, because right. they're not constructed and I, like I, I don't know this as a fact. I'm just saying in my experience wearing them I've had the Gucci I've had them all. I, I got on that train. I, I had like five pairs of the Balenciaga triple S sent to me because I was really trying to make it happen oh. and they're like they, they're it, it's just not for my body a good thing to be the like the chunky dad soul even though on my <laughs> Ew, I hate all those words together. <laughs> the chunky dad soul Gross. people on my nothing ignites a fire more on my Instagram than if I wear a dad sneaker whoa like people come for me they hate Hate it. I have to follow. What's you. that I like? What's going it. on with the social media? That I feel like you. It's funny because you were on reality TV before social media was such a strong component of the reality TV like interactive experience. Yeah. Has that? Have you like felt that shift, or have you, or have you just like ride the wave and like this is where we're evolving to? So I feel lucky because the people that follow me are so lovely and like. I, I don't I it, I have like just such a nice I love my followers like they're they're they interact in such a nice way with each other and with me and I really really appreciate that I do remember Twitter had just started I think maybe during the first season of Rachel Zoe yeah and we like Taylor and I were like what do we do with this thing like you know people were starting little little by little to interact with us um, because of the show but um it's, you know, I think it's just meant to be like, I'm just using it as like posting like fun, random, like I posted my assistant, Daniela. Is this you? That's me. You photograph so differently than yeah, you that's, look. That's my real face. Handsome. Sexual. I'm following this hot man. <laughs> <laughs> my assistant, Daniela, for my birthday had my face made into the cover of Ariana Grande's new album, Sweetener. Nice. Oh my God. And, um, I was listening to like, that this that's morning. Literally, yes. There it is. That's literally <laughs> like the stuff that I want to be posting. Yeah. Like I, like me, my friend Tanya Rad and I, we do like <laughs> silly dance routines together to songs we like. You know, I post, you know, thirsty photos. I post beauty photos. You know, it's like whatever is my clients and stuff so people can see my work. But it's just like a fun. I just like it to be like fun and random and silly. And I have a video. My friends gave me a wig for my birthday and I made a video yesterday. And it's like, I think it's either going to like people are going to think it's really funny or be like really, <laughs> really scared. But it's for you. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It right. makes me that laugh. Is so much of like with everything you do, you're just like having fun with it yeah and it's really inspiring we love that so much thanks i mean you know i was told a long time ago by a friend of mine who's no longer with us that if i was wasn't having fun i was doing it wrong and mm. i hear that in my head every single mm. day because like there's a lot of not great things happening in our world and you know, we're exposed to a lot of things that we wouldn't necessarily see without social media, good and bad. And 
I feel like I don't want to be the person who's bringing like more crap into this world. I want people to feel like when they follow me or they watch a show of mine or they see me on TV that I'm like making them feel better or laugh or whatever it is. I guess it's the entertainer inside me. I just, I, I have this thing inside me where I want the people around me to feel good, which is why going back to what we were talking about at the beginning is if I don't feel like I can add to in that way, then I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna go. I love that it's such a beautiful barometer of life. Like check in with yourself. If you're not having fun, if you're not present and enjoying it, then that's some, that's like a big indicator. Yeah. I think being in tune that way and like also knowing like either I'm tired, I'm feeling down, I feel depleted or on the flip side of that, it can feel like, I feel like I have so much, you know, to give and I'm ready to go out and have fun. Or if you know that, one of your friends is going through it and you can be there to help lift them up. I think like as human beings and as friends and as lovers and family members, like that's our job to, you know, I think it's a great way to navigate through the world is just by trying to add to. So when you, I think we need to, we need to wrap up in a moment, but when you feel like you're getting down, what are the things that you're doing to get up? Um, or are you just a happy? No, lucky? I'm not. I, I'm. I would be lying if I said I didn't. Obviously, have days that aren't as good as others, and but um, I think like not buying into it too much. I think it's okay to feel mm. those things, and I feel like personally for me, I need to communicate more when it's happening, right? Then. And also not kind of live in the lie of the expectation that people expect me to be on all the time. Yes. Like just like being how I am on a day-to-day basis. Most of the times I am very consistent and I am like usually the same energy, but... But you're um, a human being. Yeah. I feel like I, I try to be in tune with myself and also I think it's super important to be in tune with others. I think it's really important to like, especially with your friends and and your family and people close to you to be very in tune to whether or not you feel like someone's doing great because a lot of the time people won't open up unless you ask. Yeah. And I would rather ask than feel bad that I didn't. Right. Thank you so much, (laughs) Bill. This was so wonderful. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, Well, you can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, Brad Goreski. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, look me up. Yeah. Find that little pocket of joy on the Instagram at Brad Goreski. Brad's also doing great work with animals. So check that out. One last thing. If you're thinking of getting a dog... Or a cat, please check your local shelter first. The shelters are like overwhelmed right now with animal surrenders, which doesn't mean there's anything the matter with the dog. It means there's something the matter with the owner. And, <laughs> um, you know, check your shelters, look online. You can go on Pet Finder, you can go on, just search your Instagram. Um, yeah, I just think like a nice thing to do is to to help, you know, give a voice to the voiceless. So, animal adoption, adopt, don't shop is like a big deal for me love it thank you so much thank you bye Bye. (laughs) roses and thorns thorns. oh here we are again it's that time uh i want to shout out a food please you guys know i'm like the biggest fan of siete trips ever the wraps the whole thing the whole deal just gives me fucking life all around but 
they keep rolling out these flavors. And uh, the newest flavor that I have to say is tickling my palate is the ranch flavor. I know it's not for you, not for but me. it's a cool ranch Dorito in the form of a Siete chip. Okay, I'm really so, happy for you. I'm happy for Siete. They're tapping in, I feel, to the flavor profile du jour for most people. Yeah. Doesn't work for me, though. And I love it because I can have my like chip snack with like zero guilt, yeah. actually. I'm a girl for the nacho flavor. Oh, see, I don't like the nacho flavor. See, here's what I like about the nacho flavor. It's like not too salty, so I can put it down. Mm. Like it's just enough flavor, but it's like I don't need to have it in massive quantities. Right. Because you know, sometimes when it's like too flavorful, you can't stop. Right, yeah, 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 sure. So I kind of like that it's- food. Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Because I kind of like that it's like not like- like That good? (laughs) It's delicious, but you know, it's not like- Right. Like your fingers live sure. for it. It's not an actual Dorito. I have a rose on the food tip as well. Oh, were you not done? Oh, I just, I was had, I had one more oh, go, foodie please. rose, but go, whatever. Go, go. It's actually not a food, it's chewing gum. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, company Pure Gum, P U R. Yeah, I've seen them at the checkout at Erewhon. Yeah, huh? they have a new flavor. It's chocolate mint, and it's so fucking You're just good. out here on the streets. <laughs> Testing I like to stuff, try stuff. Trying stuff. Um, it's a nice look. It's literally I like, like it. mint chocolate chip as a gum. Mm. And it's everything I've ever wanted. It's kind of like, remember when Orbitz came out with sweet mint? Sure. But it was like, for me, chemical gum is just like, I can't chew it. It take, overpowers my mouth and, mm. and also kind of hurts my stomach. So it's like that, but like in a palatable uh, intensity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pure gum was good. I can't really chew gum too much because mm. of my teeth grinding, mm. and it just like gives me headaches. Sure, I'm sorry you about know. that. Yeah, but I do enjoy some gum. Yeah, especially if I'm out drinking. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. no one needs tequila breath anywhere. Um, I have a food something as well. Oh wow, perfect. Okay. Oh my gosh, I love that you said that. So huh. imperfect produce. Oh, wow. I have been sleeping on this offering. It's like one of the you know when you like find a TV show that everyone's into and you're like where have I been like I love this show so much how did I live without it yeah but I haven't done that yet so potentially like get involved okay so imperfect produce is a um is a vegetable and fruit delivery service Mm. exactly what it is it's I believe it's they're unable to sell stuff at stores because it's of its imperfections ew that's such a fucking gross thing of our culture and they're not Instagram models relax it's potatoes (laughs) it's potatoes and I Love this service so much. They deliver to my house every Thursday. It's like I the, with the box I choose, I think I do a medium sized organic box of fruit and vegetables and it's under $30 every week. Wow. And I usually do my grocery shopping on Sunday. So by the time Thursday rolls around, I'm like in need of a uh, replenish. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. It's almost like an episode of Chopped. Like I see what I'm going to get and then, uh, you know, make stuff from you there. You figure it out. They deliver in the Bay Area, Los Angeles, Orange County, Portland, Seattle, Chicago, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, and San That's Antonio. That's a lot of places. Yeah. And it's, I'm not even kidding you. It's my new obsession. Mm. They're not a partner of the show. Call it in though, for sure. Um, but if you guys message me on, uh, or DM me on Instagram, I'll send you a code to get half off your first order amazing um really i'll, I'll be really dming you dm me yeah. slide into those dms yes. friend honestly it's totally changed my life it's so much fun and i'm like what have i been doing oh and you can customize it so you don't have to be too surprised if that's not your thing um one more thing before yeah. we go a lot of people you know ask us about our rituals and routines and 
things we're doing, things we're not doing. And we've talked about this a lot, how we pick things up and put things down. And um, just for the for like this new cycle, new year, I'm celebrating the end of summer and the beginning of the the fall and the new year and just all of the newness. And I was called to start doing my morning pages again. And I really haven't done them for a really long time. Yeah. And not because of any reason other than like it just wasn't part of my practice. And I brought them back in and I just want to say thank you to Julia Cameron and just the suggestion of that. Author of The Artist's Way. Yeah, it's really nice to put things down and then rediscover it in a new way. And it just like I'm excited about it and I feel like a purge in like a very healthy and positive way. That toolkit. Mm -hmm. Keep it in there. Yeah, it's It's beautiful. They were there the whole time and I just was like, all right. I'm ready to bring him back. Welcome back to the party morning pages. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of parties, I gotta give love. It's my mom's birthday this week. Yay. The ultimate wellness guru in my soul. Cute. I love you so much, Nancy Cott. Me too. You're honestly the best. You are a tiny powerhouse creative queen, and I love you, and happy birthday, and thanks for being the first listener of this show. Oh my God, that means so cute. A lot. You really were an early adopter. <laughs> Um, oh, can we say that we have a surprise announcement for New York City? Yes. Okay. Which one? That we are doing a show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Sunday, September 23rd, 5 p.m. Union Hall, New York City. It's in Brooklyn. Guest TBD. More details to come. But trust, it will but be we're going to see it's 15... Dollar presale, twenty dollars at the door. We'll mm-hmm. have a link. We're doing an early show for you guys on a Sunday. Yes, Sunday fun day. Yep, come in drunk. Come in drunk. Um, get home by nine p.m. And then we have some other surprises too, but we're gonna save that. Um, what a fun show! Thank you so much to Brad. Love, love, you sweet, sweet. What man. a gem. Do you want to hang out, Steph? You're a gem. You're a gem. I love you. Love you. Love to all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review on iTunes yeah. if that you know tickles your fancy. Yeah. And uh, we're at So Retrograde on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Simbari. Namaste listening. Bye. Yes, that's So Retrograde.